Welcome to the Selfish Mom Podcast, featuring real talk with busy moms who have no shame when it comes to their self-care. I'm so excited to welcome my very first guest, where she shares her story about being on the verge of burnout, and then her strategies on how she prevents herself from getting back into a place of stress, overwhelm, and burnout. Let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast, Sheena. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Um, Before we get started, I do want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself to the audience. Um, So let's start with an introduction. And if you don't mind, let us know what keeps you busy. Awesome. Thanks so much, Grace, for having me. I'm I'm truly honored to be here. Um, So hello, everyone. My name is Sheena Price. I'm a wife, a mom of three. I have an eight, a seven-year-old, and a two-year-old. I'm still nursing, by the way. (laughs) Um, I have a full-time job. Um, It's a lot of fun. (laughs) I uh, oversee and provide strategic direction for our audit program. Um, Like I said, lots of fun. Um, And I also own my own business, Pretty Girl County, on the side. So um, that's kind of where I... um, have more of my fun and you know I love fashion so that's where I get to be a little bit creative um and then Grace I'm sorry what was that last question I done I already forgot look that's the mom in me already <laughs> I know I think you answered it I really just wanted to to hear from you what keeps you busy and it sounds like you have a lot oh, yeah. going on as a mom of three working full-time and running your passion project on the side Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's crazy from the time I wake up from the to the time I go to bed. It's absolutely crazy. And, you know, if anyone tells you three is easy, they're lying to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so so let's let's touch on that a little bit. Could you describe to me what your current season of motherhood looks like? For sure. So um, you kind of got me at a good moment, Um, but I kind of want to tell you kind of leading up to this, like what my life has been like. Um, So let's just say December of 2022, um, I was obviously, you know, working, I had my side business, um, but at work, there was a requirement to have um, a certification and it just fulfilled a lot of training courses. And I felt like, you know, it's easier to just sit down, you know, for an exam, take that test versus having to take many courses and sit, I don't know, for two weeks in training sessions or even a month um, in training sessions. So I decided to take that on, right? Because I feel like as a mom, we feel like we can do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but this exam, by the way, was a certified defense financial manager. It's a three-part exam. Um, and, you know, I figured I'd study for two weeks and take the exam in between. And while I was doing it, I didn't realize how much time it would take, right? So just think about my day waking up at, you know, seven in the morning, getting the kids ready for school, mm-hmm. working my full-time job, ending at like 530, then uh, making sure that everybody um, has dinner to eat, right? Mm-hmm. Cooking, we know that takes what, you know, an hour and a half or it can. Mm-hmm. Um and then sitting back down and studying until midnight. Mm-hmm. So that was my day every day for a couple of weeks. Um, and so I was doing this for, you know, a, a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And um, as you can imagine, I, I burned out, right? I was gaining weight. 
right? I was sitting down. I was not moving my body, right? I was mentally exhausted. I had no filter dealing mm -hmm. with my kids and I couldn't give my husband the time that he needed, right? Um, and lastly, and maybe even most importantly, I couldn't give myself that time. Oh. So, you know, fortunately, fast forward in February or March, I should say, I passed the exam and Yay. it was like the biggest relief ever. But the very next day, my I, I made an appointment with a chiropractor because my body was so messed up from it. Um, and when I went to the chiropractor, um, no lie, when he kind of did an, an evaluation over me, my shoulders were rotated. Um, my, my neck was forward, um, and my, my one leg was shorter than the other. I think that happens to a lot of people, but I had lower back issues. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that just was, I think a representation of the stress I was carrying all those months. And obviously, you know, being, um, a mom of three mm -hmm. and, you know, just carrying all the stresses of everything else, being a wife, um, having to keep a house, having to work a full-time job, being a friend, you know, going out and making sure that you give time to everybody else. So I know that was sort of a long story, but kind of an important one to explain where I'm at now, which is from that day, I made my appointment with the chiropractor. I have not stopped just working on my health. And when I say that, I mean, holistically, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it. Oh my goodness. Thanks for sharing that. So it sounds, it sounds like for three months straight, yes, you are not only being the wonderful mom <laughs> to three, you were doing your full-time job, but then putting in extra cycles outside of work to fulfill the study requirements and passing of a certification that really was for your career, right? Yes. So, yes. And, and, and there wasn't much room outside of the day-to-day -day and then working and studying to take care right. of yourself, let alone quality time with your husband. Right. And I can only imagine the amount of mom guilt that you felt when you know, you are probably shuffling the family through dinner so that you can get to your study sessions. Right. Exactly. It was horrible. It was a horrific time for me. Oh, my goodness. But on on the backside of that, you passed your exam. I did. Yes. And you started <laughs> taking steps to really fit. I don't want to say fix, but you, you started to see the benefits of going to the chiropractor or actually I should say you were able to see the effects of mm -hmm. neglecting exactly. your physical well-being by going to a chiropractor. And since then, you have committed to yourself to start focusing on prioritizing your self-care and wellness. Definitely. Um, it's not just the only thing I do either. And I'm sure that's probably one of your questions. Um, but, you know, so I'll let you, I'll let you finish. <laughs> well, so I'm curious now, Sheena. So it sounds like you're in a good place where you are, you know, practicing self-care. Now that you're not studying anymore, how are you finding time to focus on yourself? And what are you doing outside of going to the chiropractor to take care of you? 
Sure. So I think the funny thing is, even before I was studying, I didn't think I had time for anything else, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if, if it's like that for you, but I think studying did teach me that I could do something else. Because mm -hmm. I think before then, um, you know, I was probably spending time with my kids or just maybe taking extra long to do something or, hey, scrolling on IG, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it, it definitely teaches you that, hey, like I, I have a few hours that I might, you know, be able to use for something else. Mm -hmm. So um you know, with that time, it kind of helped me to reprioritize my schedule and just learn how to bake things in. Um, and if you're not intentional with your time, time will time will get lost. So um, in addition to going to the chiropractor, I knew that I needed, um, like I said, I'm taking this from a holistic perspective. I knew that I needed to eat better. So one, um, I started really, um, you know, just reading the ingredients on what I was eating. And, you know, I may have, I think I mentioned this to you before, Grace, but when my dad was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, um, I spent a year, a good year, just researching on the things that I could do to help him. Mm -hmm. um, but in that research, I was able to find things for myself and learn a lot. So those were the things that I was, you know, considering as I was learning how to focus on myself and get better. Um, you know, if you kind of take a look at my day now, I, I always start off with my, um, I guess I'll, I'll call it a shake, but it's it's more than just super greens. It has things that really get to the cell and heal. Um, and that's a whole nother conversation. So I start off with that. And then I have a light uh, lunch and dinner and, you know, I try not to snack, but that alone, I think has helped me um, just to feel better, you know? So it's, it's no longer about losing weight and it's about feeling better. And I think that's the mindset we need to have. So that's physically. And then I started moving my body, right? Because after three months of sitting down in a chair, mm -hmm. you can imagine what kind of effects that has. So I started even just doing something simple and I'm no gym rat. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm not a workout, a holic or whatever people want to call it these days. But I said, let me just start small. And I have weights, um, you know, we can do you know, lunges, we can do squats, we can do, you know, sit ups or whatever. So I just started stretching and, you know, doing a little bit of strength training. I have a treadmill, just going out for walks, getting vitamin D. Um, so again, that aided in helping to feel better. And I said, Hey, you know what, I need a massage. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I ended up signing up for origins tie spa. And I don't know if you've ever had a Thai massage, but that thing is life-changing. Ooh, tell me more. They just, so, um, you know, they give you a uniform and you're on the ground um, and it's, you know, there's a lot of stretching involved, but they stretch me in ways that I have never stretched um, on top of obviously digging into the knots and making sure you get those out. So, mm. you know, again, like physical well-being, um, was really pivotal um, in getting to, you know, getting myself back. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think connecting with people, I think that's really um, overlooked mm -hmm. because we spent so much time being in the house during COVID. Yeah. And, you know, I realized how important it was for me to connect with people. Yeah. Um, that's something I really, you know, worked on because mm -hmm. I'm not very good at reaching out through text. So for me, it's like seeing you face to face is kind of what I value. 
Yeah, yeah, the social self-care, that's super important. I'm glad you brought that up. So you mentioned something and I kind of want to touch on it because I know I am guilty of this. This idea of not having enough time to take care of ourselves, right? And I think after you got through taking your exam and reflecting on how much time you really spent outside of work, that you dedicated to studying and ultimately passing this exam, that made you realize that you actually had more time. Yes. What today, because now that this test is behind us, <laughs> almost, almost <laughs> a, a year later, right? How are you still catching yourself um, and reminding yourself that you do have time? How are you staying consistent with making sure that you make yourself a priority. So I think that during those months of studying and, you know, I don't want to just make it about studying, but that was like the straw that broke the camel's back in addition to everything I was doing. So honestly, I broke down. Um, it was it was a culmination of all the stresses that my body was undertaking. So I had just reached a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, I wanted to run away. And I know that that's, you know, that might be judged by people to say, hey, you know, I, I just want to run away from home right now. I don't, I don't know that I can do this. Um, it's getting to that point that helped me realize I need to, I needed to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. I can't be a good mom. I can't be a good wife. I see myself blowing up with my family. This mm -hmm. is not how I want to be. And so it really had to be like a, a quick switch. Like, I just was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't be that person. Mm -hmm. I don't like who I'm turning into. And so, you know, I think sometimes you do kind of have to reach, you know, kind of like um, rock bottom, if you will, mm -hmm. in order to, to really understand how to move forward um, yeah. and what you need to do differently. So, yeah. you know, that was my experience of just getting to such a low point that I had nowhere else to go but up. Yeah. So, so today it does seem like you do have a consistent self-care practice. And I heard that you became a member to get these time massages. <laughs> yes. Like how else, like what else are you doing to keep yourself accountable for your commitment to your self-care? Do you have any tips or tricks or advice for other moms who just feel like they just can't find the time? Like how, what would you tell your fellow moms out there who, who's, who are currently facing that struggle? Well, I would, I think number one is you know, self-care doesn't have to take a lot of time, right? Like if, you know, sometimes it can be daunting to think, oh, well, if I, you know, have to go to the spa, it's this many hours and well, what am I going to do about food? Is my family going to be okay? Mm -hmm. But honestly, when you go and do it and come back, you realize that everybody is just fine. Mm -hmm. There's no need to worry. And I think we just need to stop worrying like, I think moms carry a lot of the mental load in the house. Mm -hmm. We set the temperature of the house. So there's a lot that we carry that I don't think we necessarily have to carry. And I would say, ask for help. This was the mm -hmm. biggest thing for me because me being vulnerable and telling my husband, hey, you know, I'm just not feeling right and mm -hmm. I need help. 
you know, he was happy to take on the things that I was, you know, doing. And with the kids and with Milan, you know, Milani, especially being two and young, um, he was really my partner. Like I could not have done this without him. And, you know, you know, I think men's self-care is a whole nother topic, but, you know, I think that we don't ask for help enough. Mm -hmm. So I would say like, that was like the biggest thing for me is just being vulnerable and saying, Hey, you know what? I can't do this. And we, you know, we call each other super women, you know what I mean? But I think that can also be dangerous because then it we're led to believe that, you know, we can do it all versus, you know, just saying, you know what, I could probably do ABC and I need help with DEF or XYZ. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say, you know, for sure, ask for help. And then three is write it down. You know, I'm a person that needs to see I'm visual, mm -hmm. I need to like be able to look at my schedule and say, hey, from this time to this time, it's this from mm -hmm. that time to that time is that. So I think really breaking it down and then scheduling it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like, oh, let me go to the gym when I feel like it. And that's not going to work. If that's your <laughs> approach, yeah, that's not happening. But if you just, if you make the appointment, if you get the membership, if you, you know, just put the time on your calendar and tell your husband or your significant other, this is what I'm going to do during this time, then, you know, you're going to do it. You're likely to do it. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree with all of your points. Definitely the asking for help part. I think, yeah. I don't know if it's just a natural byproduct of being a type oh, yeah. <laughs> alpha overachiever sure. <laughs> um, type mom, working mom, where, you know, the, the previous version of me would think that asking for help was a sign of weakness. But mm -hmm. I have since changed my mindset and now I recognize that asking for help is actually a superpower. Yes. And then, you know, putting yourself on the schedule, it sounds so trivial, but I can't remember the last meeting I missed that was on my calendar. It's because oh. I use my calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So good. So good. So can you think back to a moment where you just wanted to be selfish and you went for it anyway? Can you share what your thoughts were like, how you came, overcame the mom guilt and what you did to be a selfish mom? You know, so I think it, it for me, um, it's a culmination. Um, of just getting to that point where you're like, I'm going to just take this time for me. Um, I think every day is a struggle with the kids and, you know, to, to, not to sound crazy, but, you know, one minute I could be like happy and joyful, but, you know, 10 minutes later, if I'm overstimulated, if Melania is spilling her milk, if I got the boys asking me a million questions, mm -hmm. I'm like going off. Mm -hmm. um, but, I, again, I realize in those moments and th those happen daily. So I feel like I can give you a thousand moments like that, <laughs> but really it's the same sort of thing where when I get to that point, that's when I ask for help. So going back again to asking for help and I just, I kind of give Brandon that look like, Hey, I'm, you know, I can't do this. You know, I need to, I need to leave. And I used to, you know, just maybe 
you know, go upstairs or just kind of deal with it or just mumble, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, grumble like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but <laughs> now like he gives me permission to go where I need to go to get mm-hmm. that self-care. And sometimes it's just, I want to walk outside, you know, it doesn't have to be like, let me leave and go at my, with my, out with my friends for dinner. It's like, no, mm-hmm. let me just, can I just take a walk around the neighborhood? Mm-hmm. You know? And I just realized it's the peaceful things like nature that I am, I value in my adult life, like in my thirties yeah. that I used to just not think about before. Oh yeah. No, I, it, I can see myself in all of those situations <laughs> for sure. Um, I remember looking at your Instagram a couple of weeks ago and you were looking like the best version of yourself, <laughs> living your best life. And come to find out, my girl was in Miami. Oh yes, girl. And then and then I see one of your posts where you give the sweetest shout out to Brandon where you're like, you know, this is this is what happens when your husband sends you to Miami. And mm. I was like, you know what? That is a good man right there. He's a ma- an amazing man. But I can also imagine the flip side or, or the prelude to that, that getaway to Miami with your girls, right? I, I If you're anything like me, I'm curious if you had mom guilt leading up to that trip and... Mm-hmm kind of what you did internally to overcome that so that you can truly enjoy yourself. What was that like? Okay. So, um, you know, I think that, and I'll say this and I'll tell you why it means something when you're ready to give someone else a blessing, then you in turn get blessed. And the reason why I say that is because this trip to Miami was one that um, I didn't know that I was going to go on. It was really meant to be a gift to my best friend who was going through some things. And I said, hey, for Mother's Day, I'm buying you a ticket to Miami and I want you to enjoy yourself. So in that, um, you know, obviously, you know, Brandon signed off on that, right? Because, you know, this is our money, right? (laughs) Um, So again, another reason why he's an amazing man. And, um, you know, he's the one that said, you know what, why don't you go with her? So what was supposed to be a blessing for her ended up being a blessing for me. Um, And, you know, it just because he was the one who recommended it. um, I didn't, I didn't have the mom guilt. But honestly, Grace, I think it's because I've spent so much of my years um, caring for this family, caring for the kids, um, happily, right? Happily. Um, that I felt like, you know what? Um, it's my turn. You know, I think the kids will be okay. You know, Melania is, is she's turning three soon. She'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's also empowering my husband and believing that he can take care of things when I'm away. Yes. Like we have to empower our men. Yeah. Like instead of emasculating and bringing them down and thinking they can't do whatever it is that we do, they Mm -hmm. can. They may not do it like us, but that's (laughs) we have to let go, right? Uh, Yes, girl, we we have to let go. We have to let go go for sure. And um, I'm not going to lie. I think sometimes being selfish 
um, there is a sacrifice that has to be made, you know, and that sometimes is Brandon's wellness, you know what I mean? But I always make sure that I also give him the opportunity to do whatever it is that he needs. And men are a lot more simpler than us. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's like, okay, just give him beer and, you know, like maybe like set up a, a, a date with his friends or they can go out to the bar, you know, it's, it's, it's easier with them. Um, but there is sacrifice and um, it just, it just works out well. We kind of understand each other. He knows when I'm at my limit. I know when he's at his limit and then, you know, we just take care of each other. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So if you had a whole day to yourself, yeah, the whole entire day, I'm talking a full 24 hours, what would you do? How would you spend it? So why am I having mom guilt? <laughs> <laughs> no mom guilt already. a whole day 24 oh hours gosh. free wow. of the kids free of household okay. responsibilities work responsibilities and okay. zero mom guilt okay so I'm glad you made that clear no kids no responsibilities um I really thrive on connecting um I I don't I know that there's value in being alone so I would probably spend um you know, the first of my hours, I want to prioritize to God, of course, because I feel like God always sets the tone for me. Um, and he, you know, helps me to see things that I wouldn't see otherwise. Um, so, you know, I think it's important for me to to be in prayer and not just to say, hey, God, like, here's what I want, mm -hmm. but really to be like, what it is, what is it that you want from me? You know, what do you want to accomplish through me? Um, because I know that, I feel better when I know that I'm doing his work. Mm -hmm. So I would spend a couple of hours there. And then honestly, the, my next thought is I want to connect with people. I want to, I want to relax somewhere. I, I'm like in this season where I'm like, I need water. I need a beach. I need something. <laughs> that vitamin um, C. <laughs> all of it. Right. I like, I need all of it. And when we went to Miami, I kind of got a taste of it, Grace. Like, and it wasn't just like, you know, let's go to the beach. I don't know if you saw my post about the infrared cardio workout, but that was amazing. And I'm like, I need to bring this here to DC somehow, some way. Um, but, but that in a sense was like a great precursor to the rest of the day because the infrared really, it's, I mean, it has a ton of benefits, but honestly, after that, my body felt good. Right. And so when your body feels good, then it's kind of cyclical. Then you're like, mm -hmm. energy is good and you're giving good vibes. And mm -hmm. I love to eat. Right. <laughs> I love to eat. I love the experience of eating. Um, so definitely going somewhere, um, doesn't always have to be fancy, but good food, mm -hmm. good company. Um, and, you know, I would say ending the day with just laughter. I mean, I love laughing. I think that's also medicine for our souls. Um, and then, I mean, I don't know that I can not talk to my kids for a whole 24 hours. So <laughs> if I can see a little FaceTime with hubby and the baby yes. for a little kiss and a little hello, I, that would be perfect for me. So thanks for sharing that. I think that sounds like the perfect day, Sheena. I would definitely be down for a trip to Miami <laughs> yes. just for that infrared exactly. workout situation, for sure. Sign me up. So 
We started off this conversation and you shared kind of some of the challenges about motherhood. I want to end this conversation with hearing from you. What's the best part of being a mom? Oh, yeah, that's that's easy. I think um, for me, uh, when I see my kids and they hug me and kiss me and tell me I'm the best mom ever. I mean, that just melts my heart. Um, and there is nothing more pure than a kid's smile and a kid's mm -hmm. laughter and a kid's hug. They're just they're just nothing better than that. Um, and I, I feel like God meant it to be that way, you know, because otherwise we'd be going crazy, you know, but yes. they, he made them cute. He made them just extra special, extra pure um, simply for that reason, because I think he knows that it's it's hard. Um, so, yeah, I mean. It's a very straightforward answer, but it's it was it's very clear to me. Oh, it's that unconditional love. Unconditional. I get it. Yes, it is. It makes everything absolutely worth it. And it also is, I know for me, the driver that keeps me accountable for making sure that I am the healthiest and happiest version of myself so yeah. that I am giving the same energy absolutely. to my kids and my family. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it it makes everything worthwhile. I, I would never trade it for anything else. Well, Sheena, if no one has told you today, you are an amazing mother. Oh, I appreciate that. You are as well. Oh, and you thank are, you so, so inspiring. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for spending time with me and sharing your story with our audience. How can people find you and see um, a small sliver of your wonderful, selfish mom life. Sure. So I'm on Instagram. I um, haven't made it to TikTok yet, but <laughs> maybe one of these days I will. But you can find me on Instagram. Um, my handle is ITS. It's Sheena Price, S-H-E-E-N-A-P-R-I-C-E. -E -E. Kept it really simple. Um, I talk a lot about um, motherhood and wellness and clean beauty and fashion. Um, those are, um, you know, my go-tos for the, for, for the moment. Um, and there's more that I want to share. So I'm just looking forward to just being on this journey of finding myself, um, becoming better, improving in, in every way possible and just communing with people. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Sheena. My key takeaways from her story are number one, if you're not intentional with your time, time will get lost. Number two, self-care doesn't have to take a lot of time. It can be as simple as taking a walk outside or sitting in prayer to calm your mind. And number three, to be aware of the dangers of labeling yourself as a super mom. It's okay to ask for help, especially when you need it to protect your peace when you're overstimulated. So be vulnerable and ask for help. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Selfish Mom Podcast. If you're looking for ways to add a little self-care into your daily routine, start with my free mindset makeover. Download it at theselfishmom.co forward slash mindset and learn the five simple mindset shifts to empower you to become a selfish mom.